Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 4, Episode 3. CJ, what do we have on the docket today? This is weird, but I like it. All right, <laughs> what are we getting into today? We've got three jam-packed segments for you today. First off, we're starting with Cruise Controller Traffic Jam. We're going to run down the entire standings yes. in Major League Baseball. Go over who's hot, who's not, who's on cruise control, and who's in a traffic jam. Follow that up with a little backseat GMs, one of the teams that is in a massive oh, traffic yeah. jam. Huge traffic jam. We're going to break down all their tradable assets for the deadline, who they are, where they can be moved to, what can they get back. We're going to discuss all of that in a jam-backed backseat GMs. And then last but not least, there is a fundamental mm-hmm. problem yes. in baseball. Not just the problems that they fixed with the three new rules changes. Mm-hmm. That were fundamental problems. Now we have a problem with fundamentals. Yes. Parker and I are going to be doing a deep dive on what happened to them. Some of the worst plays we saw all week. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Getting into cruise control or traffic jam. A lot of these are pretty obvious, so we're kind of just going to hit them and quit them. Um, But we're going to get started in the junior circuit. We're going to talk American League. We're going to go east, west, and then central just because we hate the central. We're going to try to make it really quick. (laughs) Yeah. Just kidding. No, no. Let's go ahead and get started with the east. The Tampa Bay Rays, they're on cruise control. First, oh, yeah. First team to 50 wins, and it's not even close. They're going to they're gonna finish the season with the best record, right? They should, and yet maybe not. I mean, it depends on how maybe a team out west in the American League looks, but they're at 50 wins. The next closest is their division foe, the Baltimore Orioles with 43. Cruise control. They're also on cruise control. They're mm-hmm. five games back, and yet they're on cruise Dude, control. Dude, who would have thought that? Yeah, I know, right? Like two years ago? Right. Like, no. but well, they, No, even last year even until last, the end of the year. Well, yeah, but they were fun last year. Yeah. Like, the entire time they were fun because they were scrappy. And now right. this scrappiness is actually showing up uh-huh. and coming out great. I mean, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're looking up. They look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe next segment, maybe some help coming on their way, too. Yeah. So definitely something to think about there. New York Yankees. Uh, cruise control. I'm going to say cruise control, but there might be some traffic up ahead with them. I know Harrison Bader's on the IL for them. Rodon. Yeah, Rodon. If he can come back, maybe they're definitely on cruise control. But until that happens, they're, I mean, they're, they're cruising. But at the same time, like, you got to worry. You're nine and a half back, and we haven't even hit July yet. Yeah. Kind of scary. But that's how good the Rays have been. So, in yeah. all fairness, it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, Toronto, 38 and 32, cruise control uh, or traffic jam? I want to say cruise control, but you're you're in fourth place in the East. Yeah. Now, granted, I mean, you do have the wild card spot. Right. Well, no, you don't. Actually, I'm a liar. Houston has the third. Yeah. Game out of the wild card. And they're, they're one and a half back in the wild card. Uh, I'm going to say cruise control. Yeah, I'm going to say traffic jam just because I feel like they have a lot of players that are underperforming right now. That's and, that's why I say cruise control because 
Those guys are going to be better. I like their pitching. Barrios just had a great game the other day. I love Gosman. Uh, you have uh, who's the guy that they just got from New York? He was with New York last year. Ah, what's his name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about, and I can't think of him either. Chris Bassett. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Chris Bassett with uh, <laughs> he was with the Mets last year. That's yeah. right, New York. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not I'm not sitting there saying that it's it's Suzanne, but like you also have to worry about the Astros, the Rangers, whoever doesn't win, one's going to find a wild card. So you're chasing the Yankees and you're chasing the Orioles. Yeah. And I mean, you're going to need some help. So I'm definitely saying it's traffic. It's not like we're not talking about dead heat here, but we're not cruising 65 down the freeway. Oh yeah. I, I agree with that. So, I mean, it's a little tough. Plus, I mean, your home record is the only reason why you're above 500. You're 19 and 19 on the road. Uh-huh. So, I mean, really, you're, you're five and five in your last 10. It, it's something that you got to turn that corner. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm saying it's traffic jam purely because of that. All right. Uh, Boston Red Sox. Traffic jam. Traffic jam. Yeah, I mean, but, you know. But they didn't have fairness, high expectations. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't expecting anything from them. So, I mean, kind I mean, of cruise control in a way. I mean, quite frankly, really. all I wanted to see was a healthy Chris Sale. Right. And we've gotten it a little bit, but, you know. A touch, yeah. A touch, but a scooch. Yeah, just just a scooch. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to the AL West, the Texas Rangers. Cruise control. Cruise control, cruise control, cruise control. Absolutely. I mean, they look phenomenal. They're awesome. Best run differential in the game. And that's without way. DeGrom. Right. It's kind of crazy. And he'll be out for the season. He's getting TJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston Astros. Cruise control. Yeah, I'm going to say it as well. Even though I'm a little worried about them, but at the same time, they started off so weak this year that they finally started to kick it in. So right. uh, definitely more on the cruise control there. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I'm gonna say cruise control because they've exceeded my expectations. Okay, I'll give you that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you on cruise control. However, it could be rough. They might need to make some moves at the deadline to make something happen. Yeah, absolutely. Seattle Mariners. Traffic jam. Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, they're just not the same. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I am waiting on it. Well, I mean, they got some prospects that are coming up, and and uh, J Rod hasn't been the same this year. I think some pitchers have figured out where his holes are. And I I love their rotation. Like they've been one of the best uh, rotations in the game. But like it's kind of been bumpy a little bit lately. Right. And uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's traffic jam because J Rod and company haven't gotten going. Absolutely. And last but not least in the West, the Oakland Athletics. <laughs> traffic jam no they're on cruise control the but, cruise control straight to vegas but they've been one of the hottest teams in the game lately yeah they are seven and three in their last <laughs> 10 and they ruined my eliminator pick this past week it's okay buddy i'm so angry <laughs> swept really God, yeah God. i know it's absolutely unbelievable for the listeners out there when we make our eliminator picks it's kind of gotten to a point for cj when he makes his pick it's who's facing the A's? who's facing the A's? right yeah, no. and uh, I literally have it out for the next month because I know who's yeah. facing the A's for the next month. Yeah. So I don't really care about sweeps. I care about sweeps, but I don't really. But care I got sweeps. into it a little bit because you picked Astros one week and they played them again the next week, and I go, I'm taking them. Yeah, you should because yeah. it was it was almost a guaranteed win. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong with it. Um, so yeah, I, listen, they're cruising right to Vegas, but they're in a traffic jam right yeah. now. They have uh, the biggest negative run differential in the game right yeah. now, and it's by a wide margin. They go 196 negative, and then the next closest team is the Royals at negative 107. Yeah. Speaking of the Royals and the AL Central, let's go to your favorite division, and let's start off with the Minnesota tr- Twins. Listen, it might not be my favorite division, and when I say <laughs> like my favorite, as pure sarcasm goes. Oh yeah. Like I'm, it's it's a 
dead heat between the AL Central and the NL Central, but I think the <laughs> AL one takes the cake. Yeah. Um, uh, the Kansas City, we'll go bottom to top here. Uh, <laughs> traffic jam, awful. I can't believe it. It's yeah. terrible. They even ruined my Eliminator pick. They are worse than the Athletics. Not in – well, yeah, in win percentage too. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, Kansas City? Like, we thought they were they were a fun watch last year. They're not fun They haven't year. been a fun watch this They're year. They're not fun. I like a lot of their young players. Like, I like Bobby Witt Jr. I like Vinny Pasquantino. Mm-hmm. But they're it's a hard watch. Yeah, they're nine-game losing streak right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of rough. Definitely kind of rough. Let's go to the Detroit Tigers, the team I picked to win the Central. And to tell you the truth, they're only seven games back <laughs> at 27 and 39. Never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. Uh, they're in cruise control for them because nobody ever expected them to do anything. Um, I know we're going to be talking about talking about fundamentals here later in the stay in your lane. Finally, Bias figured out the fundamentals, and he's actually <laughs> looking half decent. Uh-huh. They're 12 games under 500. They're only seven out of the division. And this division isn't going to run away from them. So like, actually, it's... they're only six out. Oh, they're six out now. Yeah. Oh well, I'm looking at I'm looking at old data. How dare I? Um, How dare you? I know I'm awful. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like honestly, it's not it's not like it's you know like yeah they're I mean... they're lighting the world on fire. But I like what they did. I mean they they traded and got um you know they traded Soto, got Maton from the Phillies. He's been fire at third base for Eddie them. Rodriguez in the rotation. Yeah, I mean, stud. listen, they they've got they've got some players and and they could make a run here. Yeah, I mean, they're only eleven games under now. God bless. So <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely some good stuff on the horizon. Nobody's expecting them to do anything, even yeah. if they won this division, which I pick them as a joke. But I mean, it's not even out of the question right now. Right, right. Um. Like, even if they win the division, they're not going anywhere. Nobody in this division, except for maybe the Twins, could actually do something come the postseason. Maybe. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Could. I said could. <laughs> I know, I know. Listen to the words that come out of my before. Could. <laughs> um, but they're, they're a one-and-done division. It's terrible. Yeah. But the Tigers are actually making themselves look at And they're actually a somewhat fun watch. So, yeah, we'll I'm, give them that. I'm cruise controlling the Tigers. Yeah. Good. And it's Miggy's farewell season, so. Yeah, obviously. It's got fun. Cruise control. It's fun. Uh, the Northsiders, the Chicago White Sox. Or, sorry, the Southsiders, Chicago White Sox. Traffic jam. Yeah, they're traffic jam. They're so underachieving. Yeah. It's, it's so frustrating. I know. And I know you, you pumped them up with these colors I mean, look, last I, week. My colors don't run. Like, I still think they can win the division. They're only five games back, but that doesn't mean that it, they're they're in in <laughs> in good. I mean, they're negative 51 run differential. Yeah. They don't look good. They're not pitching well. They're not hitting well. They have so much talent. What is wrong? Yeah, I don't understand it either. I'm with you 100%. Uh, let's go to the Cleveland Guardians. I'm going to say cruise control here just because this yeah, is what they here. do. Yeah. They're literally pitch and then they play, <laughs> maybe they score. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I think they have the second lowest uh, runs against in the entire league. I'm looking it yeah, up. Yeah, they right can now. pitch, man. Uh, third, fourth, fifth, sixth lowest. Like that's what they do. They just pitch. Yeah, and I mean, so, you have I mean, Bieber. Good. McKenzie just came back. Savali. BB. Tanner BB as well. So, like, yeah. they got Bieber and BB. <laughs> I was like, Bieber, BB, BB, oh. I'm sorry. I will never do that again. Yeah, please don't. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, they, they know how to pitch well, and, yeah. and they do it well. They just they got to hit. If they if they give up five runs, they're done. Oh, yeah. But they'll win all the two one-ball games you could ever yeah. think of. Yeah, maybe three-two. Yeah. <laughs> 
calm down. Yeah. I think they're scoring five runs. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Twins at the top of this division. I'm going to say cruise control because they are up by three games. Well, and it's just the fact that, I mean, they're just, they're the class of this division. Yeah. And yeah. finally, I don't pick them and they actually show up. Exactly. I, like, I should have put a disclaimer on it. But, yeah, I mean, that's it's really what it comes down to. They're just – they look good. The Minnesota Twins are doing what they need to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Twins cruise control because there's – I mean, they're the only team over 500 in that division. Let's go ahead to the senior circuit now. We are going to start out west with the Arizona Dimebacks, the shocking leading division Arizona Dimebacks, even though my Phillies took three or four from them. Yeah. Let's go. That's <laughs> uh, cruise control. Yeah, I am as well. They they might be the best watch of the game. They very well could be. They've got pop everywhere up and down Corbin Carroll. He might be the first guy since Ichiro to win Rookie of the Year and MVP. Here, okay, stay in the lane's gonna uh, stay in your lane's gonna I mean, tell look, you otherwise, but I understand your promise. I don't think he's gonna win the MVP. I think my guy Ronald Acuna Jr. is gonna win the MVP, but he's in the conversation. He's gonna get MVP votes. What about Luis Arise? I mean, uh, he's fallen off over the last couple of weeks, but yeah. or the last couple of days, but. Well, the bottom line is he's definitely he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he's in the conversation, definitely Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Dodgers, the surprise team this year. They're only eight games over 500. <laughs> the I know. surprise team. Only eight games over 500. They're cruise control for Yeah, me. they're cruise control. I mean, even I, – I don't think the Diamondbacks end up, like, keeping everything going. So, I mean, they're a fun watch, but I still think the Dodgers are going to rise to the top and win this division. Mm-hmm. Um, and they – they look good doing it. They've had they've underachieved, especially in their last ten. They're three and seven in their last ten, and uh, they just need to you know keep playing fundamentally sound ball. They've got too many big names to uh, yeah to be worried about. That guy Freddie Freeman's good. Yeah, he's pretty pretty solid over there. Yeah. Uh, the San Francisco Giants cruise uh, control. See, I want to say traffic jam, and here's the reason why I want to say it, dude. I never have trust Gabe Kepler. I never have. Uh, you'll never. You never will. I never will. And and that's the problem. And like I'm not. This is not me as a a a butt hurt quote unquote <laughs> Phillies fan who like yeah. sees Kapler having some success out west uh-huh. and be like, oh maybe. No, it's just he's too <laughs> analytics based for me. There's, oh, I don't I don't love Gabe Kapler, but I think their team is. Yeah, but like it's just so hard. It's so hard. It's okay. CJ. So hard. Um. Yeah, but like I. I all right, I'll say cruise control with a caveat. <laughs> with a caveat? Yeah. Um, the San Diego Padres cruise it's control. Traffic jam. Yeah, I'm with you there. They're, they're... They've improved recently, mm-hmm. uh, win seven of the last ten, but, I mean, you are below 500. Yeah, and you shouldn't be. I mean, and we're, we're almost at the 70-game mark. Yeah. I mean, look, the 40-game mark is usually the barometer of, like, oh, is this team in or not? When you're, like, at 70 games, it's like you are what your record says you are. Yeah. So they they got to pick it up big time for sure, and they got to make moves. And I don't I don't foresee them making those moves as of right now. Now they could be some trade deadline pieces, but I mean we're out there. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Colorado Rockies at twenty nine and forty one. This is traffic jam. We're not even going to discuss them. They're <laughs> moving <awful>. on. <laughs> it's just bad. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Central, probably my most hated division in the sport. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Pittsburgh Pirates leading the division. Uh, cruise control. Yeah, because they're winning the division and they're doing it without O'Neill Cruz. I mean, if, if yeah. O'Neill Cruz was healthy, they might even be winning this by but more I, than but one I game. Don't, I like this team. Yeah, I mean, it's a solid team. I'm I not mean, sit here and say it. They're they're a fun little team, and they have enough 
their farm system is good enough that yeah. they can make some moves at the deadline and make make some splash and maybe make it happen. I mean, who doesn't love Captain Jack Sawinski? I mean, it's always a solid one. You got Mitch Keller as well, pitching great. McCutcheon's having a good year. Yeah, that's the feel-good story right now is Andrew McCutcheon, so that's always a good thing as well. Uh, let's go to Milwaukee Brewers sitting at 500, uh, one game behind those Pirates. Mm, I'm going to say traffic jam. I am as well. They should be, pitch, uh, they should be pitching better one. They've lost six in a row in seven of the last ten. Yeah, like and, and they, they got swept out by Oakland. And they can't score. Ugh, it's so brutal. But, well, hey, but this is what we were talking about earlier in the year, and they were like, oh, my God, they're putting up runs. And I'm like, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Rowdy Telez is a strikeout waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's <laughs> it's so bad. And where did the old Christian Yelich go? I know. I don't, like, th- I don't think we're ever going to see I don't the think MVP. we will ever again. His back is just. It's it's torched. I and mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I mean, not that they're the same player, but like, it's kind of like Don Manley. He, yeah. His career was cut short because of his back. For sure. Um, cruise control and traffic jam on the Cincinnati Reds. Ooh, cruise control. I'm saying cruise I control love too. what they're doing. They're they're phenomenal. Watch, they're great stuff. They've got the most come from behind victories all year. They never give it bats away, especially late in the game. That's what you need to make a run in the playoffs. They make some moves here at the deadline. They're only a game and a half back yeah. from the Pirates. And again, I'm saying that's of the Pirates. Let's let's not <laughs> lie to ourselves as possible. Oh yeah, Chicago Cubs. Mm, traffic jam. Yeah, slightly. But here's the thing. I think they're underachieving. They are underachieving. However, when they start to get back, like if Wisdom can get back into that form he had in you know, April. April and early May, this this team could shoot up. They're only seven games uh, under five hundred. They're four and a half back, and they have the best run differential of this uh, division. But the only reason why I say traffic jam is because, okay, two of your offseason moves – Marcus Stroman, awesome. Mm. Cody Bellinger, been pretty good. Yeah. And they're still below 500. Yeah, but Dansby hasn't been the Dansby that he was in yeah. Atlanta. And if he can find it in Chicago, I feel like they've got a chance. They really do have a chance. I mean, I they like have a the chance, but I, I'm just – you're fourth in a in a weak division. I understand that, but they've underachieved. I understand the traffic jam. Do not get me wrong. However yeah. – I think they need to just stay the course because they're only four and a half back, and we know what the Pirates are. We know what the Brewers are. The Reds are the only team that honestly scare me in this division. Truthfully, <laughs> honestly scare me. Who, who would have thought we would have said that at the beginning of the year? I know, right? Eric DeVrant, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> the St. Louis Cardinals. Tra- uh, traffic jam. jam. Big like, time. They are legitimately stalled out on the freeway. They were at the I-95 overpass just outside of Philly yeah. right before it collapsed. And uh-huh. they've, they've sat there for the yeah. next for however long. They've lost five straight. I don't think they're getting out of it. Two and eight in their last time. I mean, they're brutal. It's almost a guaranteed, like, I'm, I'm almost starting to think about switching my whoever plays Oakland to whoever plays St. Louis. Almost. Oh, I've not gotten there. That's fair. But it's, it's getting that bad. And if they make some moves, that uh, you know, check out the next segment. If they yeah. make some moves, uh, it might be an Oakland A setup. For sure. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the National League East, the best division in baseball, yes, if sir. I may say so myself. Uh, your Atlanta Braves. Oh, uh, cruise control. Yeah, it's not even close. You're the cruise best control. team in the National League. Yep. Moving on. Done. Yep, keep going. Uh, the Miami Marlins. Cruise control. I'm shockingly going to say that as well. Even though they have a negative 30 run differential, Sandy Alcon- uh, Alcantara needs to figure it out. He ha- yeah, he hasn't gotten it going, and they're seven games above 500. Right. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. I mean, they're doing... They're doing all the right things, but 
and until he finds it, I'm yeah. still gonna be I'm still gonna be skeptical. That's fair. My Philadelphia Phillies. I'm gonna say traffic jam. All right, here's where I'm gonna say cruise control. Uh, they have Bryce Harper coming back, who's always been bad in June, and he's starting to you know he's shown that. But Kyle Schwarber heating up. It's June. Schwarber loves yeah. June. Same with Turner. I made my case last week with these yep. these colors don't run. Bryson Stott starting to hit the ball. Castellanos is hitting over 300. They've got the studs. And Nola's finally starting to pitch well. Same with Wheeler. If they can get a fifth starter, mm-hmm. they could be really, really dangerous down the stretch. They're 8-2 in their last 10. 1-3 straight. Back over 500 after they took 3-4 of four from the Arizona Diamondbacks, the second-best team in the NL. That's fair. So I, I'm saying cruise control just because we're finally hitting the season. Come July, if Harper still isn't hitting, then I'm traffic jam. Mm-hmm. But if you know if it's just this June little slump like he basically always has every year, I'm fine because the other bats are picking it up and JT's finally hitting it as well. Yeah. Hit a cycle the other day. Yeah, so that's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mets traffic, traffic jam. jam. It is rough. Scherzer doesn't look like himself. Verlander can't stay healthy. Um, I mean, this this is the problem with the Mets. You hitch your wagon on a thirty eight and a th- like a thirty nine and a forty year old starter. If Verlander and Scherzer don't take you to the promised land, they're not going there. Right. Yeah. It's. And it's th- I mean that they hitched their wagon to those two guys. Right. And I understand it. Last year, you know, two, yeah, they're older guys, but they're they're future Hall of Famers. Guys had sub two ERAs last year, so I understand what the thought was, but they're old, right? And like, so it's it's those two guys and P. Alonso. P. Alonso's hurt, and just Francisco Lindor. Where are you at? Right, exactly. Like, and where are you at? Yeah, and that's you haven't been like you've been a Met, and you haven't been the Francisco Lindor we saw in Cleveland. Exactly. And I mean, I like I like what I'm seeing from Francisco Alvarez, their rookie catcher, but like. They're they're missing something. It's weird because the Buck Show Walter led team. I love Buck, but this is tra- this is this is traffic jam. Yeah, it's a big time traffic jam. And the same with the Washington Nationals, just to round it out. But to tell you the truth, they're not awful. They're just not good. And yeah. we knew they weren't going to be good. But it's so it's almost like you, you almost want to say cruise control because we had no expectation for them. That's a very true statement. So I don't know. You know, we think about it, but no, they're still traffic jam. Like <laughs> no, to, they're still traffic jam. I'd like to see what they do. I yeah. mean, they're two and eight in their last ten. If they were like, you know, four and six in their last ten, <laughs> yeah. maybe. But I like, think about it. Yeah, they're kind of tailing off. They really don't have that much starting pitching. They're, oh, they have they, none. They, they still have to blow it up. I mean, Gray maybe. I mean, I like Gray, but like it seems like oh, I like Gray, and then it's like oh, he only went Gives five eighteen. And, <laughs> he only went five and gave up four. Yeah. Well, I mean that's yeah. And then for your AC or staff, that's a little rough. Right. All right. Well, when we return, we're getting into the backseat GMs. And as we've already said it, it's the St. Louis Cardinals. We are going to trade off a bunch of their aging talent to see if we can do a full-scale rebuild of the St. Louis Cardinals. Goldschmidt's not safe. Arenado's not safe. Contreras, definitely not safe. Listen to who we have going where when we return. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're into backseat GM, like we already said last segment. It's the St. Louis Cardinals. We have a lot of guys that can go to a lot of places. They need to tear this down. At least that's what we think. So let's start off with 
Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, and just to let you know, any player that is sub-30 that isn't a Cardinal for life in our eyes (laughs) is available. Um, Legitimately available. Anybody that's not sub-30 that is not a Cardinal for life, i.e. Adam Wainwright, is available. But honestly, like just thinking about it real quick, maybe he wants to go to a winner in his last year. I mean, maybe, but I'm just saying he... Oh, I I don't think he's going to voluntarily be like get me out of here but maybe you should think about it yeah i mean i guess that's fair um let's see here uh the goldsmith paul yes. goldsmith's the first up who needs a first baseman uh with pop basically everybody to be clear yeah uh three teams that really really come to mind uh the twins even though they have uh alex Killeroff, yeah uh as their their budding maybe they they need a DH maybe. Yeah. I mean Goldschmidt, him and Killer can like kind of build back and forth. Uh the Marlins. I mean they I think I think that makes a lot of sense. They make a lot of sense and then Because uh, what do they need? Offense. Yeah, they do. So why not bring in the reigning MVP? No, it makes sense. And I'm not sitting here saying that uh um you know they're gonna they're gonna make it happen. But if they do make it happen that'd be sweet for them. Yeah. And then the Pirates also make sense. I mean you got Carlos Santana hitting the four hole He's hitting like a buck thirty. I mean, he's hitting his weight, and I mean, I know he's a little bit bigger than he used to be, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still it's still not great. Interdivision trade would be tough. It would be tough, but at the same time, like the Cardinals are blowing it up, and the Pirates, as I've said before, they have the prospect pool. True. So I mean, it's definitely possible. Nolan Arenado. I like the D-backs. I like the D-backs. Um, the Orioles make so much move Gunnar Henderson from third to short where he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then you get a a, a franchise a pillar. Platinum, a platinum yeah. glove. You had Manny basement. Machado. Well, now you have no one here. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it makes so much sense. Yeah. I, I love I love the D-backs there. And you, you bring in Arenado, and, the and they could really contend with Tampa and the Aleys. Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, no, for sure. And then the last one I kind of like here, the Mariners. It's interesting. Well, I mean, it just depends. They're kind of at a precipice on whether they want to they want to sell or whether they want um, to buy. Whether they want to buy. And if they decide to buy, Nolan Arenado would make a lot of sense. Buy big. I mean, now I know you have Anaheim Suarez, but, like, he's not given what you wanted out of him. Yeah. And you go get Arenado, he'll give it with the glove and with the bat as mm-hmm. compared to Suarez, which is mainly just the bat. Right. So, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's go to the pitching side of life. Uh, Miles Michaelis. Orioles. Yeah, Orioles and Phillies make the most sense to me. And I even said it earlier, Phillies just need a fifth starter. Michaelis actually would probably fill in the fourth starter and then you put Suarez to the fifth starter. Yeah. But between Nolan, or sorry, Wheeler, Nola, um, and uh, and Suarez and Michaelis. I mean, that's a solid four. Yeah, and then so. the and then the Dodgers. I mean, coming into the season, it was okay. Walker Wheeler out. Uh, Noah Syndergaard has not worked at all. No, like they they need starting pitching. Yeah, that that's that's Kershaw, Urias, and then who who you got? Yeah, I know they brought up some young guys who've actually been filling the void very well. Mm-hmm. But like, go go get a veteran guy like Michaelis. Yeah, no, it makes so, a like lot of mid, sense. middle of the rotation. I also like them for uh, our next candidate, uh, Flaherty. Yeah. I also like the uh, Phillies for him as well. I like the Pirates and the actually the <laughs> I put Indians in the notes, but it's the Guardians. Yeah, the Guardians. <laughs> yeah, the Guardians. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, honestly, Cleveland just stockpiles up on uh, 
on pitching, so why not? Mm-hmm. But no, I think I think both of these both of these uh, pitchers either end up Orioles, Pirates, Phillies, um, something like that. And you already said that the Pirates interdivision trade might be a little tough, but at right. the same time, like, I mean, it makes the most sense to get it done. Um, Tyler O'Neill, I know he's hurt right now, but who needs outfield help? Ailey's Blue Jays, Yankees. Yeah, both of them make a lot of sense. Also, the Twins make sense. They uh, yeah. they need to not have Byron Buxton play center field. So, and Tyler he had, he hasn't sense. been playing the field all year. They're putting him at DH all season. Yeah, and they need an upgrade at at center. With that being the case, um, so yeah, I like Blue Jays, Twins, Yankees. I love all three of them there. Uh, Wilson Contreras, who does he go to? Mariners. Yeah, I, I think that's the play. I mean, you like Cal Raleigh behind the dish, but to yeah. give him a day off, now you got Contreras there. And, and you can, can DH him. And, yeah, and you need you need some DH. So, And Contreras, obviously, is a great DH, and that's what you need there. Mm-hmm. And then we have two relievers. Uh, one's on the DH, one is not. Giovanni Gallegos. Yeah. Anybody who needs a closer or setup man. Yeah. Mainly a setup man. He's not really that big of a closer. However, right. he is phenomenal and relatively cheap at $4.7 million. Yeah. And then uh, Ryan Helsley, Hells Bells, why yeah. not? Again, anybody who needs a closer, anybody who needs if a you're, setup If man. you're a playoff team and you need bullpen help, and usually every every playoff team needs bullpen help, Everyone go get Ryan Helsley. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's going to be an arms race, uh, I know pun intended there, Yeah. Um, for whoever can get starting pitching this year. I feel like that's massive. Like teams called Philly – for starting pitching, <laughs> yeah. which is funny because they're only dealing with four starters and going bullpen game every yeah. five games. So, um, again, between you know, and and that's who I was forgetting. Tyon Walker, like if you get if the Phillies end up with Michaelis, you go Nola Wheeler, uh, Tyon Walker, Michaelis, Ranger Suarez. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So that's that's huge. Make it happen, Philly. I, he might be too big of a price tag, but I digress. Yeah. Uh, maybe Jordan Montgomery out there too. I mean, he's our yeah. Arb four. I mean, he's only ten mil. He's a solid lefty. Yeah, you know, contact. I mean, he's not going to strike out a bunch of guys. But right. and that's the biggest problem for the Cardinals starting pitching is they have a they have guys that they don't miss bats. Yeah, Michaelis Montgomery Flaherty's really the only guy, but he's I mean he's up and down. It's it's a health problem for Jack Flaherty. So. They might need to move on from him anyways. He's a free agent at the end of the season, so get what you can. Right, exactly. And, I'm, uh, you know, as as much as uh, I hate to say it, I think the the loss of Yachty killed this team. Yeah. And, like, everybody's like, oh, but pitching can over. No. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it, there's a reason why Roy Halladay had a lot of success in Philly, even as he got older. It's because of Chooch. Yeah. Like, I mean, I will say this to my grave. Like, I will go down and saying that Chooch is one of the greatest pitch callers in the game to ever live. Yachty was close. Yachty beat him with the bat. But Chooch was the best pitch caller of my generation. Like, my generation growing up. Greatest pitch caller in all the game. He had three no-nos and a perfect game on his resume. The defense rests. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the backseat GM. Cardinals blow it up. You know, let Tommy Edmond, let um, Jordan Hicks, let Cabrera, let Carlson. Jordan let Walker. Donovan, right. Gorham, uh, let Burleson. Let these guys take over and run with it and then go get some prospects, see what happens. Worst case scenario, you're just as bad as you are now anyway. So And, and they, they need to look for a new manager. 100%. Ali Marmol just isn't working. No, it's not working whatsoever. So yeah. blow it up, get rid of, you know, shed some cap, and then possibly go get some free agents to uh, 
to you know intermix with the cats that uh, mm-hmm. that are working out for you right now. All right, when we return, we're jumping into the fundamentals. Fundamentals in the middle of the season? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we are we are going to Danny Glover this in Angels of the Outfield, and we're going to work on fundamentals, and we're going to talk about some big culprits over the last couple of weeks. When we return with Stay in Your Lane. Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're heading to our final segment of the day. Stay in your lane. It's been a while, but we're talking fundamentals. Fundamentals. Yeah. I, like it's so it's so bad right now. Like I mean, we we talked about Javi Baez losing control, forgetting mm-hmm. the amount of outs. I don't know how many times I've seen the amount of outs being forgotten in the field right now. It's weird. Like it's awful. Like, and then that's something that is drilled in your head when you're like four. Well, and you're just starting to play the game. Right. And you sit there and you remember, oh, we got two down, we got two down, we got two down. Yeah. Like, you always remember. And, like, you're right. supposed to run it in your head. If I get the ball here, where am I going with it? I've got right. one out. If it's, you know, if it's on my left, I'm going to second or whatever. Especially at the big league level. Especially at the big league level. Uh, worst case I've seen in a while. And I even tweeted about it, how bad it was. Corbin Carroll. I mean, I know we I know we sang his praises earlier. Yeah. Um. In left field for Arizona against the Phillies the other night. I think it was like two nights ago. I think it was Tuesday. He catches a routine fly ball to left. Now, granted, as he's coming in to catch it, he loses his hat. Okay. It's fair. Mm -hmm. He catches it. There's only one out. So when he catches it, it's two. JT Oromuto standing on third. I mean, he's not even that deep. Yeah. Um, Like, there's no way he's scoring on it. And JT kind of like just moseys back to the bag. And as soon as... Carroll turns his back to go pick up his hat because he thinks it's three outs. He's going to pick up his hat and walk to the dugout. Yeah. JT's like, well, I'll saunter home. Why not? Right. And he saunters home and watches. Is literally the worst case of yeah, baseball awfulness I've, I've seen in a while. And then, as we are literally in between segments, we're watching Cubs Pirates live. Yes. Okay. Runner on third. Nobody out. Dansby Swanson at the dish. It's an 0-2 count, and he watches a center-cut fastball and just looks at it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even, like, close to being at the knee. It was thigh-high fastball at 96. And look, I know that it had movement, but it's 0-2 count. You have to protect. And guess what? You have a runner at third. What do you need to do when you have a runner at third less than two outs? Make Make contact. contact. Yeah, it's so bad. Like, that's so fundamentally based. Like, what are you doing? It is amazing watching games and runner at third less than two outs and just guys are get, putting their A swing on. It's like, dude, yeah, what are we you doing? need to make contact. Hit a routine fly ball like we're just watching right yeah, now. We're watching Merrill do exactly what you make, wants. You hit do. a routine fly ball, it's going to score a run. It's going to score a run. Even Bartolo Colon's going to tag and score. Yeah. Like, as long as it gets deep enough, and then, right. you know, like like I said, you just got to drive a ball somewhere. It doesn't even have to be that pretty sometimes. But yeah, like, it is amazing how many teams, I'm not naming a specific team, how many teams are terrible with a runner at third less than two outs. It f- infuriates me. Well, and, and what's the, like, the league percentage used to be somewhere around 60%. Uh, you know, a guy is scoring less yeah. than two outs, runner on third. It's got to be less than it's that. It's 52% this year. Yeah. 52%. It should not be a 50 That is thing. awful. Yeah, it's, it's awful. awful. Now, I know the game has gone to uh, to strikeouts, you know. 
but I, I feel like it's gotten a little better. Like the the mentality, like the is a little different than yeah. it was like three, four, five years ago. Slightly. I mean, I, look, I know guys are still trying to get their a hack on, drive the ball, hit homers, walk, you know. But I think, especially with the new rules, I think we're we're seeing a little bit more of the small ball, a yeah. little bit, slightly, slightly. But, a lot more steals, a lot more. Oh steals, yeah, which is great. I love, I love it. Game. I think I think like the the safe percentage at like stolen base attempts. I think it's like almost at like seventy percent. Yeah, it's close to it's like sixty eight something. Yeah, which is which is great. I love it. And you know, getting the ball and uh, you know get the get the runners in motion, getting the yeah. ball moving. And we we're not constantly good. seeing pitchers throw over, throw over, throw. You only right. you have two disengagements per at bat, thank goodness. Yeah, if you get a third and you don't get him, he's walking his happy butt down. Yeah. And you know, that's another thing too. Um I wonder if the pitch clock is leading to these laps these lapses in uh you know, in in defensive blunders, so to speak. Like I don't have as much time to, you know, go over my scenarios, go over what's going to happen, things like well, that. Well, gosh, every it seems every defender has a freaking card in their hat. I guess that's fair, but at the I same mean, time, I don't. I'm talking about, you know, just remembering things. But you know? but but like the things that we're talking about are like the most basic things. I get it, right? Like, I get it. You don't you don't need someone to tell you. You don't need a card to tell you. You should just know it. Yeah, and that's and that's what that's what drives me nuts. Like, like, like you should right. know how many outs there are. Right. That's kind of, you know, the, the fundamentals, fundamentals <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the season. <laughs> I thought the game started at once. Sorry. Yeah. I can't go the rest of that because we're a clean show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 a great it's a great scene. Yeah. If you haven't watched Angels in the Outfield, a young Neil McDonough and uh, a, a somewhat young Danny Glover, a child Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. Yes, yeah. a, a very, very young uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey as well. Yeah. Just thought I'd break that one out there. There but, we go. Yeah, I mean, it's phenomenal. Uh, fundamentals. Yeah. Uh, it's, where, it's, where does that movie rank in your uh, baseball movies? Dude, like top five. There you go. Easily. I mean, it lost to my winner, to be clear. Uh-huh. We did that. Lost to the win. Lost to um, lost to Major League. Okay, we digress. Yeah, I digress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a, there's plenty of there. Anyway, uh-huh. um, but yeah, no, fundamentals in baseball have been lacking, and it kills me. Absolutely kills me, and I wish it would come back. I mean, even my Phillies earlier in the year, base running blunders. Like, and it's just, what, like, what are we doing? You know better. You yeah. should know better. I will say. Uh, oh, he is dead to rights. Oh, no, never mind. I'm a liar. The Phillies are a negative base running team. Yep. And they're a negative defensive team. Mm-hmm. And yet they're above 500. Yeah. Crazy. On oh, one thing, another thing that I wanted to mention because it's been big news the last couple of days. Like, basically, the Washington Nationals lost a game on the stupid base, like, stay in your lane, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, there and you there you go. Uh, and Davey Martinez, the manager of the Nationals, he was livid. So, like, post game, he's in his office talking and answering questions. He prints out a color picture of the back view of like the runner running and the baseline yeah and like, like the umpire didn't make the right call and we we see it all the time i I think the baseline in baseball is ridiculous they need to change that to be clear they need yeah. to fix it but like you never see them not make that call and they didn't and it lost the nationals a game yeah i mean it's not like the nationals going anywhere it doesn't matter well but yeah this, this is say. one of their few wins man <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah Take it away from them. I get it, and that and that's the thing. Like, it, 
there's there's objectivity everywhere in the game. Right. Um, and and that's kind of the human element that we all know and love about umpires and, and what they do. Listen, I'm not bringing the robots. <laughs> I'm not envious to their to yeah. their plight. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. So, but at the same time, like, don't. But you're the um you're the home plate umpire looking right down the line. Yeah, don't. don't and it's make a your call, call like to make. Don't make a call like that. Like, come on, man. I've said it for years. Don't make the. Don't make yourself be the answer. Like, yeah. Don't let that be the case. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for this stay in your lane is brought to you by the fundamentals, <laughs> and uh, we would like to see it return to baseball. Yeah. Uh, it, what else we would love to see is for you guys to uh, fundamentally support us with the social medias. Yeah. Of uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of them at the Sports GPS. Let us know what you think. What we should talk about, what we shouldn't talk about. Should we talk more about fundamentals? Fundamentals. <laughs> uh, should we get into them further? Should we should we deep dive into it? It's just awful. I legitimately I made that post right after. No, granted, it helped my team. I'm yeah. not sitting here sitting there yeah. going, but like I still want, like I want. It yeah, to, you want a clean game. You want a clean game, and it was awful. And, and like, I felt bad because uh, Clemens, Roger's son. Uh, is the guy who hit it to left, and he was originally given a sack fly, and I was like, oh, there's no way that stands. <laughs> and then three days later, it was like, no, it did not stand. You're correct. So it's it's rough. It's hard. But, yeah, it's what you want to see. You want to see people making the right decisions, the right yeah. stuff at the right time. And and right now it's not happening in baseball, and I'd love to see it change. So Agreed. Um, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully better baseball, according to the fundamentals here, shortly. Gosh, runner on second, nobody out, and you can't score. It's brutal. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Like, what what happened to get him over, get him in? And listeners, just to let you know, we are watching baseball as we're doing live. Listen, we do we do it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying I'm not watching a game. I'm not saying I'm not watching a game. <laughs> right. But you know, we're watching a game. Yeah. Because we we were watching your Braves win. Yeah. And uh, now we're watching the Cubs win. And, uh, you know, I already watched my Phillies win today, so I can't, can't take go. that loss. So, yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up. Uh, big news, though. I just saw this. Uh, everybody knows that uh, Nevada governor signed a bill to fund the uh, Las Vegas Stadium for the athletics. Yes, sir. So it looks like it's almost guaranteed that the athletics are going to be in Vegas, if not next year, the year following, 2025. A reporter asked Bryce Harper, if he has any plans of leaving Philly for his hometown of Vegas, Harper responded with the words, I hope I die in a Phillies jersey. <laughs> my yeah. hero. Yeah. My hero. I know I know Commissioner Might Rob- be the reason why my son's named after him. I know Commissioner Rob Manfred isn't happy that Oakland's moving just because I mean, Oakland sports is now dead. Yeah, pretty much. You know. But uh Vegas is uh it's good for the sport. I, yeah. I don't understand how Manfred could say, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't, angry." I don't know if it's like anti-Vegas. I think it's just it's sad that Oakland just can't keep a sports. Well, team. yeah, I mean it is rough, and and like the the A's organization, not necessarily in Oakland because they used to be Philadelphia A's. Yep, like, they've been around forever. Yeah, and you know, yeah, that that green and gold is pretty. Uh, I don't pretty think it's prevalent. good. I don't think it's gonna be green and gold in Vegas. Uh, I, I think they might keep it. Truth be told, I think they might. Hmm. I mean, you got the Golden Knights. Uh, you got the Raiders. The they Raiders. kept their colors. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, we'll see. I think they'll keep the. I, it's too iconic to move the colors. I think they keep it. So definitely right. looking forward to that. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Sports GPS. Again, find us on the socials at the Sports GPS on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Absolutely. Look out for us. New episodes coming out weekly. We might do a double episode more often. I know this week is. We're dropping this on Friday, even though we are recording it Thursday night. Yes. Uh, please check out episode two that dropped last night if you're listening to this now. Uh, we're definitely looking forward to a little bit more. If you've got ideas on what we should do, more backseat GMs, uh, more stay in your lanes, more for the pink slips. We're bringing out more stuff, mm-hmm. more content, making it better for y'all. So we're definitely looking forward to it. But that's going to wrap it up for Season 4, Episode 3 for all of us here at the Sports GPS. Parker White. CJ Holly. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.